This is the More Than Fitness Podcast with Matt McLeod. What's up, dude? <laughs> what's up, man? Dude, what's up? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear. I can hear you fine. God, can you see me though? That's the real question. What? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it's pretty bright in here. Is is it bright? Yeah, like if I look this way, it's not. Like if I look this way, it is. Like that's where my future is, man. <laughs> For everybody who who doesn't know, uh, Nick here's got on some some fresh green sunglasses. Yeah, man. Yeah. Everybody you have on this show sucks, bro. Try to liven it up, you know. Well, I mean, I know last 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 episode was with Amanda Bucci, and I, I wanted to you know, take, take things up a, a little step further. So I figured that I would ask you and see if you could clear your schedule to come on the mm-hmm. show today with me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. You had a, you had Amanda Bucci on. Yeah. Yeah. You know her? Yeah. Yeah. Good to see you pulling out the JV squad, man. <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's so rude. It's all good. It's all good. How you doing, bro? I'm good, my man. I'm good. I, uh, I almost forgot, bro. I was like, come on, man. I know, I know, I know. Like I was at the grocery store and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm forgetting something, you know? And then I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck, you know? Luckily, they across the street, you know? It's all good. It's all good. Groceries are more important anyway. I mean, I guess you got to eat and shit, so. Drew, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh, chilling here in the, uh, the, the closet. It's already starting to get hot as shit in here. That's what people don't realize whenever they're they're listening to me do this. Like how you can see me, like as the podcast goes on, my face will get like redder and redder. And I promise it's not like because I'm embarrassed or anything. It's just because it's getting hotter and hotter. Um, but it's it's totally worth it. It's worth it. Dude, you got to grind to Sean, man. <laughs> That's what I've heard, at least. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, man. Grind to Sean. I get it, man. I get it. So for, for people um, who don't know, Nick... Sorrell is on the episode today, and uh, I said that right, Sorrell. Yeah, oh fuck, we're recording. Okay, cool. Yeah, dude, we're dude, we're recording. It's all good. We're, everything, everything goes here. Everything goes. But uh, but yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to have you on, mainly just because I feel like we actually haven't known each other very long, no. uh, honestly. But I, I found you through uh, Adam Ali, and uh, I knew that he only fucks with certain people. And uh, so I knew that like, if he liked you and then also I found out you're from Louisville, Kentucky. And so I was like, all right, well, I've got to at least check this guy out so that you, you class, you, uh, you passed the first level. And then, so I went to check and I really liked your stuff. And I also yeah. found out you're, you're, you know, you're a fellow silly goose and you, you, oh, you're yeah. interested in things that I'm interested in. So I was like, you know what? I think uh, I'm going to connect with this guy. Dude. Yeah. Well, I think, I think I messaged you first. Cause like, it was the same thing. I think I found you through Adam, I think. Mm. And then um, the same, literally exactly what you just said. Like I saw you were from Kentucky and there's not a lot of people from Kentucky that kind of operate within our space necessarily, you know? Uh, like, yeah, this is big out here, but like you wish you wouldn't be able to tell it. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I saw you were from Kentucky. I think I messaged you. I was like, bro, you're from Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. Like we got to be friends. Yes. Yeah. And that's how, that's how the internet works basically yeah, literally how it works now yeah <laughs> yeah 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 but uh yeah dude i saw i liked your stuff uh i saw we had had similar interests and things and uh i knew you were um quick quick witted with with the uh the words and things that you you were writing out and so i really yeah. like that and uh i've learned a thing or two from from reading your stuff and uh i know adam uh really 
folks with your stuff too. So I was like, you yeah. know what, I need to, I need to invest a little bit more and uh, check this guy out. And I think, I think uh, doing, doing an episode with you, cause literally that's all these, that's all these podcasts are is like, I wanted to spend an hour, you know, talking to you. And so yeah. now I've got you on the show and we're going to have, we're going to have a great time. Dude, you should have invited me over and we could have sat in your closet together. <laughs> Dude, you know, you know what? Uh, I really, I thought about that as I was, yeah. as I was um, thinking this through, I was like, you know what? Maybe we could do like the first live podcast. Um, yeah. But, but then I knew that uh, we might, might've not been on that level yet to invite you into my closet by ourselves. Um, but we'll, I think we're working towards that direction. By the end of the episode, we'll be on those terms. I think so. Yeah. I think yeah. so. No doubt. Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, all right, dude, let's, uh, let's chat about what you've done recently. So you just recently went to Kansas city. Yeah. 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 Kansas city. You're a big time speaker, right? <laughs> no, not, not, no. Uh, I spoke. I'm not, not a big time speaker. Speaking's weird, man, but yeah. Yeah. So I spoke in Kansas city at the fitness summit. Yeah. And then, so that, how, how did, like, I, I read your post about it. I thought it was cool. So you didn't completely shit your pants. So that's yeah, good. That's, that was, I was, dude, it's so weird because like anytime something like that happens, I get kind of nervous and I get like wildly arrogant. Then I get kind of nervous again, like to the point of wanting to shit my pants. And then like everything just kind of goes like, it's almost like when you're playing a sport or something and everything just kind of goes dead. And then once you're up here, you're kind of in the zone or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was also weird because like, I've spoken before on different levels. I guess if you read the post, you read that, but I've, you know, given solo talks as a coach, whenever coaching was primarily what I did, I talked as like alongside other coaches, like simultaneous kind of Q and a style a bunch of times. Um, I've acted, I was an actor back in the day. Uh, yeah, dude, I saw that. I was like, Oh fuck. He's been an actor. So, okay, yeah. well let's, we're not going to just skip past that. Like what, how was that like in high school or did you take some theater classes or what was this? What happened? Yeah. So, okay. So I, I, I grew up playing sports. I grew up playing football. I was a fat kid, you know, so that's the sport that we play. Um, <laughs> you're all, you're always from, always been from Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm from Mount Washington. so like Bullet County. Okay, cool. Don't know where the fuck that is, but sure. Well, I went to the same high school as Derek Willis. Oh, that's, that, that's pretty dope. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. He was just like, dude, I remember when he first came to school, everybody was like, there were so many rumors about this kid. Cause we didn't have kids like that. It's like six foot nine, you know, whatever, Indian kids, whatever the hell he is. And everybody was like, dude, from Alaska. Like, no, he's from Dallas. There's all these weird rumors. And I was like, I was a senior. He was a freshman. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I grew up backpacking. I grew up playing football and going into my freshman year of high school. I also like, like when I was younger, grew up like watching Whose Line Is It Anyway? You ever heard of that show? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I, I used to love that show. So me and my friends, when we were growing up, would like make like home movies. It sounds gay, but like, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we would grow up, you know, making like you know skits and stuff like that. So when it came time to choose your electives going to freshman year, you got to pick two. So I chose PE, like everyone does, and then I chose uh, drama. And I thought it'd be cool. And First day of class, you know, me and all the other players, which only kids I know because you hang out with them all summer during practice, they're like, we're showing each other our schedules and they see that I have drama and they're like, you have drama, dude? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, that's so lame. But like, I was just getting shit on for it, bro. And of course, like, because I'm a 14 year old or whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know what happened, man. Like that, that must be, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you I don't know, know how that accidentally got on my schedule. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I I'm so mad, you know? So <laughs> I go the very first day 
and get it switched. And I got, I, I would have got switched into like, like bio studies or some weird, te- it probably would have been terrible. Yeah. But whenever you switch classes, they make you stay in the class you're switching from for three days. Mm. Uh, and I, I was like, all right, whatever I can do it. And I can't, I went, I remember going into class and I was just like, I thought I was better than everybody in there and shit. Like that, I was a football player or something. Yeah. And over the course of those three days, I just like fell in love with the class. Like it was amazing. It was, it was legit like fun and very rarely can you say that about stuff at school. You know what I'm saying? And are you in the class just like pissed? Like, Oh, I don't like this. What? Yeah. What's yeah. going on? Well, I, <laughs> like, well, dude, I fell in love with it fast. It was so like, cause it was also the first time that I found out that like, sounds arrogant, but like it's the first time I found out that I was like kind of funny. Okay. And it made me feel good about myself. And it's like a fat kid, 14, like, you know, you, that, that's important. Yeah. Um, so it came time to switch classes and I legit just didn't go to the other class. Yeah. So like two weeks go by, and then my mom gets a call from the school and like, they're like, Hey, just want to let you know, Nick's skipping whatever period it was. And he's been doing it for like two weeks. Cause they, cause I wasn't showing up where I needed to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So I was like, so then I, I turned around a lot again and I was like, Oh, I never switched out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a big lie. But yeah. So I, I did that for four years. Um, and then a little bit right after high school and more so than like sports or college or anything else. Like my drama teacher, Miss Chandler, like changed yeah. my life. Like she taught me to be confident and to like stand up talk. Cause I was very shy and introverted and stuff. Like when I was little. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, she, she taught me, you know, just how to how to speak and stuff, which I guess is goes hand in hand with the speaking thing we were just talking about. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So I, I acted, and it was it was pretty dope. I was actually a shitty actor, but I was funny. Well, that that works out then. You at least get to to test your skills there, and uh, yeah. you know, tr- try and uh, try try and compensate for for uh, your your fatness for for a lack of better term. Dude, exactly. Like that's exactly it. Like I I was just a funny fat kid, but it was dope. You know. Well, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, and then after, after, after that, um, okay. So what happened? Okay, so you 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 did the acting, and then, um, all right. So that was all in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, and a little bit after, like right after I graduated, I tried to do it like pr- like privately at actors theaters in Louisville, and uh, but yeah, I, I I realized I didn't necessarily like acting. I just liked. I don't know, being creative and being funny. So I actually liked like improv and things like that. So yeah, I didn't act very long after high school. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, so then how did you get into, uh, the, the fitness stuff? So you lost, you lost a bunch of weight. Is that right? Yeah. 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 So I, so I acted throughout high school. I played football also. Um, like, so throughout high school, I was kind of like coddled, I guess. Uh, yeah, I was, because I was funny, I was likable. I mean, because I was a decent athlete, like I kind of had that going for me. So like uh, in class, a lot of the teachers didn't really make me try. Um, and mm. I mean, you, I think you played football too in high school, right? Yeah, dude, that's how I got in. That was the, that was the genesis of all the, all the fitness right. shit. I tried yeah, to yeah, get yeah. bigger for football. Yeah. Right. So then you know how like a lot of times like the better players don't necessarily always have to practice or always have to condition or always have to lift. Like they're not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's the shitty players that get their ass ridden, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I never had to try with that stuff because um, I was naturally athletic. I never had to worry about being in shape, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I just skated by. I graduated high school. The summer right after high school, I met a girl named Nikki, and I really liked her. She didn't like me, so I lost 100 pounds to try to get her to like me. 
she still didn't like me. And so I fucked her sister. And <laughs> was the genesis of, you know, <laughs> my weight loss. Perfect. Yeah. I perfect. mean, that's, that's, that's logical. I feel like that, that's the, the, the normal sequence of events, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Like, it, it, like in reality, I, I, it just kind of happened that way. It wasn't on purpose. But I, I like to act now that it was totally on purpose, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was your that was your plan all along. <laughs> Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I tried to get that line in Kansas City, but I I decided last second to change up "fuck your sister" for "date her sister." So like it was more like I feel I feel like that was you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I like I like "fuck your sister." It adds adds more punch to it. I think it. I think exactly. That's, it, that's it, way better. Exactly. exactly. Um. So yeah, I started doing that. Um. After I lost the weight, uh, I was sitting in my dorm room because. So when I graduated, I thought I wanted to coach football. Um, oh, okay. So you're big into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty serious about it. Uh, coach high school or coach college? High school, I think. I don't I don't really know what I necessarily thought at the time. I just wanted to be a coach. Um, I almost went and played at Campbellsville University. It's an NAIA school. Um, yeah. Like, But then, like, I don't know if you've ever looked at, like, prices for those schools. But so, like, even after, like, financial aid, like, any kind of scholarships they give, they don't get full scholarships. But, like... I still would have owed like 18 K a semester and I come from like a poor background. So like, there's no fucking way, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, sure. Right. So I went to Louisville and that kind of coincided with me losing weight. I started to, I say I lost hundred pounds for the girl, but it was actually, I lost 50 pounds for the girl. And then the last 50 pounds, I just started to kind of fall in love with fitness. I thought in retrospect, I think I just fell in love with progress. Yeah, exactly. Progress, growth and stuff like that. Like doing something and building something. I don't know. Um, so I started falling in love with fitness. I uh, still had a love for football. And I'm sitting in my dorm room like at 3 a.m. one night at Louisville. And I'm like, bro, I'm going to be a football strength and conditioning coach. Yeah. I saw like an article like in Men's Health. that was like talking about Oregon strength and conditioning program. It looked dope. It was probably dumb as fuck. Like in retrospect, but like it seemed cool, you know? I had my phase. I had I had that phase as well. I wanted to go coach at uh, Exos, like where they, yeah, where, yeah, they yeah. where they it's like an elite for the people that don't know, it's like an elite athlete performance center where they they train yeah. like NFL athletes and uh, all, all kinds of shit like that. So I, but I reached out to him, talked to a guy that was there, and he was like, basically, he was like, ah, it's cool, it's great and stuff, but like, you just better be prepared to work like sixteen hour days and like not yeah. see your family that much. And obviously, it's just yeah. one guy, but I, it really made me reconsider the 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 glamorous lifestyle I thought it was going to be, you know. Dude, yeah, that's exactly like that's exactly what it is because like so I'm sitting there at like 3 a.m. and I'm like so I had that like realization like oh I'm that's how I'm gonna spend my life mm. you know I'm gonna be a college transitioning coach I grew up a big Louisville fan uh Fuck dude off. I almost wore yeah I almost wore, like, a <laughs> bird shirt you know but um yeah. I, dude I get online and I like creep until I find the head strength and strength and conditioning coach's email so I'm like deep in like the staff directory type thing. Mm-hmm. And I decided to send him, send him an email like 3 a.m. just like asking for a chance. I'm like, bro, this is what I want to do with my life. I found my calling. <laughs> you know, like, please take me. I'll be I'll be playing your hand. You know, that's that whole thing. And because like I figured like real shit that the worst he could say is no. Yeah, uh, that's important, dude. I don't think people understand yeah. like the power of the, the ask or whatever that cliche. Like legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. just asking. Like, what is the worst that's gonna fucking happen? They're gonna say no. Like exactly. You've got, and then you're right where you were. Yeah. 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 You're, you're right. But then now, you know, you at least, you at least have the clarity like, okay, well I, it's, it's not for me or whatever. It wasn't intended or, or... And you'll get over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like think any girl that you've ever hit up to turn you down. Like 
that person isn't even in your mind. Whereas like, if there was like something special that you didn't try to do, mm-hmm. that's the type of shit that like haunts you. Yeah. You know yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. Like that's you're, like, that's a big thing. It's so important, but, uh, that's true. So what, what, what happened? So I didn't hear from him. Okay. Well, <laughs> three months later, he hit me up. Okay. And, uh, yeah. So his assistant, the guy named Brandon Roberts, who's now South Florida. Okay. Um, he hit me up and asked me to come in for an interview. So like I'm just on cloud nine because of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, this is it. Yeah, I'm like this. This is my chance. Like, <laughs> you know, like I wonder what kind of salary. You know. Uh, so I go on for the interview, and dude, I get there, and I can't even get into the facility because it's like it's got like a passcode on the door or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like standing there. I'm like, bro, I'm gonna miss my interview. Like my whole life's ruined. That kind of thing. <laughs> and so I just kind of start standing there, and I. I'm like freaking out. And all of a sudden I see, I think it was, I think it was like a recruit on a visit with his parents and they like walk in the facility and I just like piggyback on in, like no big deal. Like they're holding the door. I'm like, Oh, thanks man. You know, um, I work here. Yeah. 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 I don't know if you can, like, you can probably tell. I probably don't need to stand there, but I work here. Um, but, uh, I go in, they tell me to like sit down in like this kind of lobby area in the facility. And I'm like, like star struck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Cause like I was a huge little fan. I go into the lobby and there's two other dudes there that are like also interviewing. One just got done playing with the bills and the other one just got done being a strength conditioning coach with Notre Dame. But it was whenever, uh, I think it was Charlie wise or whatever left. So like he was looking for a new job. Yeah. They're talking about their backgrounds. And then I'm like, you know, <laughs> and there's also these huge guys at the time. I'm like 168 pounds. I have like a swoopy haircut, you know, it's like a Justin Bieber type thing. And they're like, so what's your background, man? Like, uh, you know, where'd you, where'd you play ball at? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, Bullet East High School? <laughs> like, oh, you play college? I'm like, nah, I had a partial scholarship. <laughs> they're like, oh, well, what's your degree? And I'm like, I'm a freshman. <laughs> so, dude, I'm I'm just like, at that point, it's trying to like settle in. I'm like, bro, I'm not getting this. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I'm like, did they make a mistake? You know, like, <laughs> It's like a Pratt is like Ashton Kutcher come out like, oh, we got you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so they go and I end up going last, I think. And um, I come in and like the whole staff is there. And there's there's not there's only like six or seven of them. Um, and they start just interviewing me. And I, I, I just kind of because I figure I have nothing to lose. So I'm like just straight up. I'm like, dude, like I, I just want a chance to learn. You know, I'm totally open. Like, you know, like. Uh, like when I reached out, I figured the worst that could happen. You said no, kind of like what I said to you. Um, and I just want to learn and experience it and get my foot in the door. Like just really being like just hyper open. Yeah. Just only the fact that like I don't know shit. You know. Um, That's cool. That's cool. You were you were humble. You were self aware enough to be humble in that moment. You didn't try and act like you were some big shot or something like well, that. Dude, you know. Whenever you meet like an NFL player and all that shit, like you can't. Yeah. You know, you can't be like, bro. Yeah, it's like like honorable state all Minton, you know, <laughs> or whatever. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I leave like six hours later, I get a text from this guy named Chad Lee. He, he worked there and he's like, Hey man, you start tomorrow. And I'm like, what? You know? Yeah. And dude. Like, so I come in, I guess like to fast forward, like a few months later, I, cause I was like, why the fuck did I get hired? Yeah. You know? Uh, and I eventually asked Brandon Roberts, uh, I was like, you know, like, bro, <laughs> did, did y'all fuck up? Like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, he's like, 
Uh, he said that a lot of people, like uh, for some reason, it's always kind of stuck with me because I found it really interesting. But he was like, a lot of people that come in for jobs like that, that come from other programs and things, they kind of have like, um, like know it all syndrome or whatever. Yeah. They kind of come in thinking they're hot shots and they, they're a bunch of number ones that are getting jobs as number twos mm. or want to be number ones anyway. Um, and with you, we wanted someone we could groom that we knew would do what we said to do, you know, that would that learn with us and grow with us and fit the culture, you know, that we could mold. That's literally why I got hired. Dude, that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty dope though. I mean, cause it is, it, you, you, it was crazy. Yeah. That's so you were stoked. You were stoked. Dude, I, I, dude the memory popped up either yesterday or the day before on my Facebook where I got on Facebook. I was like, officially a U of L strength conditioning coach fucking pumped. Or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was so weird. Uh, also, I, I'm pretty sure that also they knew they could hire me on an intern basis first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. You, <laughs> you know, <laughs> for, like, for, they got they wanted money. They're like, dude, we just pay, we'll pay the fucking beaver one of these. Yeah, get that, yeah. get that, get that white kid and make him scrub the bathrooms. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I worked there for right about two years. The first year I was an intern. Second year I was the first ever NCAA uh, undergraduate assistant. So like they have graduate assistants. And it's just a made-up loophole. But they just <laughs> yeah. pay me, you know, they they paid for my school and they gave me like a stipend and stuff like that. Um, that lasted for like six months. The second season I was there, it was Charlie Strong's last season. Mm. He goes to Texas, and I'm out a job pretty much. Like they hit me up because the whole whenever like I'm sure you know, but like whenever a sport coach leaves, their whole like support staff goes with them. Like they don't stay behind. Oh, I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, sometimes physical therapy type stuff and dietitians and stuff will stay behind, but especially strength conditioning coaches always go because for the majority of the year, coaches, the football coaches can't necessarily interact with the players on a regular basis. So strength coaches handle a lot of the, not just like the conditioning and strength work, but like skill work and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so we, they, you almost become, a strength coach almost becomes like an assistant coach in the off season. I see. I see. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they all left. I got offered another internship, and so he went to Texas, right? And, Austin. and um, I was like, "Bro, I can't move to Austin. You want to let me sleep on your couch? You know, I can't just move out to Austin." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I was out of job there. Luckily, at the same time, I had been learning from people like Mike Boyle and Eric Cressy and stuff like that, and I started to kind of get a feel for like the online space. Right. How old were you at this time? I was probably twenty three, maybe twenty three. Okay, maybe twenty two. No, that's a it was seven years ago. I'm 28. Ah, doesn't matter. 22 or 23. Yeah, I was early 20s. <laughs> I was enough to like, like I'm a baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. Um, how old are you, by the way? 25. Okay, okay. I thought you were a little bit. What younger. are you now? 28. All right, cool. All right, so now we that we've confused everybody with ages. <laughs> Go ahead. Like, you got at every age from 21 to 29. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. You're somewhere from 19 to 30. We don't know. Where, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, and then that's kind of how I started to get into this space and that led me here to the more than fitness podcast with Matt <laughs> to, to fast, to fast forward things. And here we are. Yeah. Uh, and here we are. Oh, oh, cool. So you, so you got into the online space basically after the, the internship and shit was over and you're like, okay, well, what the hell yeah. do I do now? Did you, did you have money saved up? Uh, before? No. Like, how did you, how did you, did you like work like small jobs in between that time? Like starting off. So right after I, I got let go. Um, I was working at an, at an anytime fitness in my hometown mm. and it was a fairly new anytime fitness. And like, I, you know, 
small, it was like small town life. You grew up in a small town, right? So like everybody kind of knew each other. Oh yeah. So like the fact that I lost a hundred pounds and stuff was well known, you know? Um, so I just got hired a personal training job. Keep in mind at this point, I don't have a degree. I don't have a certification. I don't have shit. And I've, this is my second, you know, fitness job. Yeah. Um, Anytime I don't think they're like amazing gyms to train at, but because I was the only trainer, it was actually the perfect job to support me at the time. Yeah. And the, the owner also didn't know what he was doing. So I got like an 80%, you know, like take home and shit like that. Like he does, just didn't know what he was doing. That's dope. Uh, dude, it was, it was the perfect job. Uh, and that I, I pretty much worked there for a few years, few years. And I started to kind of like, I tried a few different things. I, I tried doing like classes, like boot camp style, like other gyms and stuff like that, kind of implementing programs. I gave nutrition talks at a couple of places. Um, I just kept trying to like, I kept trying random things and tried to see what would fit. And for a long time, like while I had like a, a okay income personal training, I did, I kind of failed a whole lot with all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like nothing would just hit. And as you know, like fitness is like a hard career to get into. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a hard career to get, I guess it's not a hard career. It's a really easy career to get into. It's a hard career to like make, you know, pay your rent with. Yeah, 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 exactly. To be good at. Exactly, exactly. Um, like I remember, so I went to the fitness summit, the thing I just spoke at in 2015. So when I'm 25, your age. Yeah. Um, and I remember I, I drove out there, you know, it's like an eight hour drive from where we're from. Uh, and I had like a hundred and. $18 to my name or something at the time. Like, and I'm like, I had pretty much enough money for gas and like one bottle of vodka when I got out there. <laughs> um, and luckily I was friends with this guy named Jason Helmus who owns any man fitness. Uh, I feel like I've heard of any man fitness before. Yeah. He's, he's like, he's one of those dudes that like, dude, it's weird. Like whenever people get really busy and start doing well, they almost kind of disappear. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's kind of him. But, uh, we were just boys. And I think he kind of like low key understood that I wasn't making a ton of money. I'm like a kid and stuff like that. And he's like 10 years older than me. And he just offered to pay for my hotel room and shit like that. Oh fuck. Yeah. He was just, it was dude, it <laughs> like forever indebted to that guy. But, um, as you can tell, I just got lucky left and right, you know, but, um, I went out there and I met a bunch of people that specific weekend that kind of set up my career to where I am now. So all the consulting stuff I do now, like that actually started without me knowing that weekend, just by relationships I made. What did you do? I'm, I'm curious, because I mean, I know tons of people that listen to this, they may not be whatever, looking to get in the fitness space or, or, or something like that. But whenever, I know plenty of people go to conferences or they're trying to network or something. Like what, did you just like, were you just nice to people? Like ask some questions, curious? Bro, okay. So I was actually, no shit. I was thinking about this. Like, oh, so you know how you say silly goose a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like from Crystalia and stuff like that. Right. Like I started to think about like how like how Chris like Crystalia's like personality is like so magnetic. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I, I don't know why I started thinking about, it, but I started thinking about like how like a, I'm just in for a silly goose time and that's it. Yeah. Like that's the best way to network. It's inviting. It's not like because whenever somebody that's honestly like I, I told uh, Amanda this last time, whenever I met her, not to cut you off, sorry. Whenever no, you're whenever I met Amanda in New York and stuff, like the reason why I, I connected so well with her was because she was just like, she was actually just kind of like a total bro. She was really yeah. nice. She was yeah. sweet. She was inviting. Like she didn't act like she had this big image or anything like people might like think by looking at her stuff just because she's yeah. whatever the influencer shit. But 
she was actually really kind and like asked me questions and was curious and was just a normal person. So that's why I think whenever you don't have that wall up, it's so easy to to connect with people because they're not yeah. you're you're both of you don't have to prove anything to each other. That's you know? exactly a lot of people go and they're like everybody knows when you go to like a, a conference, most people know, uh, that like the biggest benefit is the networking, as abstract as it is. Um so everybody knows like they walk in these things like I need to network, I need to go talk to people, I need to go meet people. And they walk up and th- then they just go, they get awkward as fuck. And they're just like, Hey bro, like what's your mission statement? You know, <laughs> like, you know, like what's your target demographic? I'm like, get the fuck away from it. You know, uh, you know? your ideal client. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like what's your client avatar look like? <laughs> Not you, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what you look like? Not that bro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Amanda Butcher real quick, I, I've only met her one time. It was out either in either San Diego or Austin. And, to her credit like what you were just saying how she's like very she's nice yeah. and stuff like that she was doing a presentation at one of roman's mastermind get together things that i dropped in on and a lot of people were actually kind of shitting on her i think because i think that's just what like evidence-based fucktards do you know what i'm saying yeah 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 and they're like oh she's just a dumb instagram girl who shows her booty and stuff like that and which i don't blame her but like <laughs> she she said something that like epitomized exactly why i think she is so successful and it was she said that until she got to seventy thousand followers roughly anyone who commented to her shit she replied to every single person yeah and then at seven day it just probably got outrageous but like and i were thinking like that's exactly why like she was successful i know like i'm not crazy about gary v i like i think he i don't know he has like one really good lesson but then it's like the same lesson over and over oh yeah very 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 repetitive yeah but he has one thing that i do really like and he's like when you're trying to build a business, uh, I can't remember how he says it, but it's something like double down on the un- like the unscalable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Scaling the unscalable. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, like what she did. Yeah. You know, you see people with two thousand followers that won't, won't fucking reply to like comments and shit like that. Yeah. And it drops me nuts, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So because like someone be like, hey, like what do you think about you know bodybuilder splits like muscle parts and they just won't reply. Uh, way to be helpful I know. And, and the next picture is like i'm just here to change lives <laughs> <laughs> are you <laughs> are you really though yeah i don't think you are man uh um, oh, yeah yeah so that was i can't remember what we were talking about before that's cool no 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 so you we were talking about networking so wh- how you how you networked with people at these conferences to yeah. eventually end up you know building the relationships to to speak at the event you attended it's literally like like hey bro you want to trying to get fucked up and then that's like literally it, you know, like you just, tr- I just, whenever I go to things, I treat it like a party vacation. Who, did, who did you get fucked up with? I'm curious. Anybody that I would know? That weekend? Yeah, sure. Uh, Andy Morgan, Saul Orwell, Greg Knuckles. Really? Uh, All those guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, dude, I, it was, I was actually with Jason. We're sitting there peeing at the urinals and Andy Morgan, who's like such a funny dude, bro. I, I just uh, messaged him about being on the podcast, actually. He's a very nice guy. Um, he like looks over at Jason at the urinal and just looks over. He's like, "You trying to skip this and go get barbecue?" And <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so we ended up in a car with them. Uh, saw Greg, Greg's wife Lindsay, who I think you should like talk to her. her name's Lindsay Knuckles, I guess. Um, <laughs> she works with like James Clear and stuff like that. So Dude, she's, I I love uh, I've I look up to to Andy Morgan and James Clear. Like Andy Morgan. 
uh, as far as his systems, his coaching systems and stuff. Like yeah, I've gone yeah, yeah. in depth on his shit and like read all yeah. of his eBooks and everything. Cause like I'm big on efficiency and shit. And then obviously James queer is a, a fucking beast. So yeah. Yeah. Lindsay might, you know, that might be worth checking out, but, uh, but yeah, so them, and then, um, a guy named, oh, well, Brian Cron, who I work with now. Yeah. Uh, a guy named Slyvon who ended up, and this is really where it all started is he got highly successful with kind of, strategy consulting um at the time he was just a fitness coach and he was doing okay um but he was just one of he's just one of those like online kids that are just brainiacs you know yeah like he built his first website domain at like 16 and he's like you know he's like a filipino kid you know like very traditional background like everyone in his family is like a nurse or some shit and he sells this domain for you know like 8k or some shit and he tells his dad, you know, like, hey, dad, I'm gonna go get, get I'm gonna go get a car or whatever. I need you to drive me by this car. And his dad's like, okay, whatever. And then he walks in and fucking buys a car. And his dad's like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> so he's like one of those guys. Um, That's amazing. Oh, I like that too. But um, but yeah, so I met him. Uh, and then I just kind of stayed in contact with people. Like, that's also when I met like Robbie Farlow. Robbie introduced me to Tanner Bays. Those two and I kind of got ingrained with Adam. Yeah. Um, I met him. Uh, so that weekend led to like literally my entire career. But here's the thing I want to point out. I feel like whatever you, so you made these connections with people and shit and like you, yeah. you were just acting like a bro, like a normal fucking person trying to make yeah. friends. But like you didn't, you didn't ask anything. I feel like of these people, like you didn't, you know, at, at least like not, you didn't ask them to like do something for you. Dude, that's, that's such a bit. So like one of my biggest things is like, because I went through a really broke period sometime when I was training, it got real slow and I was doing all this shit and failing. I went through like a period where I was like super broke and I had like taken on a bunch of like financial commitments. I thought I had money, but I didn't, um, every, you know, 23 year old or 29 year old or whatever the hell I was, you know, <laughs> does. And I found myself like in financial trouble, you know, a ton of debt and stuff like that. And so I found myself having to ask people and I started to realize like everyone you meet, you get so many asks from them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like if I ask you to do something right now, like, you know, whatever it is, like if it's a modern test. Maybe I can ask you to do one thing and I can ask you to do it again. And then you're probably be like, bro, I can't keep doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you only get so many of those. Right. Cause it sucks. Like, you know, to be the, the, the leech, you know? So like I started to realize like, if you cannot ask people the it's, it's better because like, most people do most people take advantage of their friends and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people, uh, but it also like, it just puts forth goodwill. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if things did get bad, they're still there. Like if I don't know, like there people are going to be more willing to help you out. Like if you're just kind of like the good karma, basically, you know, exactly. Like just don't, don't ask unless you have to, because if you start asking, like it's going to run out, you only have so many asks, so you better make them fucking good. Exactly. So save them. It's the same thing as like whenever you get like a, a normal job and say you have like five vacation days or five sick days or whatever, like and then you waste them because you just don't want to wake up and then you're actually fucking sick. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's the same you wasted them, you know? Exactly. The same exact concept. Uh that's that's how it does that's how it's been with this with the podcast, actually. I've had a few people hit me up and they're like, Hey, how did you get I mean, because the the first you I think you're the twelfth person. Uh, 10th 11th 12th something like that but like the first these people that i've had have been pretty big name people in the industry and yeah, people hit yeah. me up and they're like hey dude how did you like what did you say to them or like how did you get them on i was like dude i just asked them i was like but i also 
built a relationship with them for the past like five years. <laughs> oh, right. That's like the, the like uh what's what's the word? Like uh it's like ask like we talked about at the beginning, like like the power of ask, like how that's a good thing. Yeah. But you know, we're saying like don't ask, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like knowing when to ask. Yeah. Asking for a lot of things, there is no negative thing, but like sometimes there isn't like you just gotta don't waste shitty ask. But like if something has high potential or it doesn't have any risk, like ask, you know, like how you do with the podcast guest. Yeah. But if you would have been, if you would have hit them up and be like, bro, my car just broke down. I need $25 for gas or yeah. something like, I, honestly, some of them probably would have sent it. Yeah. But they would have been like, that Matt McLeod dude's a fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know. And, and you, you have to, and you have to be very like, uh, not strategic. I mean, I guess you, yeah, you could be strategic. Like one dude hit me up and asked me about it. And I was like, what you need to, he was wanting to start his own podcast. And yeah. I was like, dude, starting now, like today, like you need yeah. to, you need to, you need to talk with these people that you're potentially wanting to get on the podcast as in like, ask them genuine questions, like not, not yeah. just try to annoy and don't annoy them, but you have to yeah. ask them genuine questions so that they can help you out. And then also like, if they have stuff, promote their shit so that, you know, I mean, just like, it's just normal, common decency things. Like if you came out with something or whatever, I'd be like, Hey, go check out Nick's stuff. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm doing. And then years down the road or whatever, if you're doing something, uh, you, whatever you say, you have your own event. I'm like, whatever. Then that could be one ask that I could, you know, flip that card and be like, Hey dude, do you care? Like, what do you think about uh, me? And then also not expecting shit after you ask. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, that's exactly it, bro. Like it, it's funny because like, you'll see some coaches, especially like in the fitness industry, like afraid to share other people's stuff because they're like oh man like you know they're gonna go to them instead of me or something like competition that. but they, that's such like a fucking like you know scarcity type mindset like right like a high todd always you know rises all ships or whatever it is like cream rises to the top exactly like it always you always see a positive return when you just put like positive shit up and i know it's like the most woo-woo bullshit ever but it literally always happens yeah you know so uh, if you're good enough, if you're good enough too, you have to make sure that, so like, here's the thing, here's the thing. Whenever, whenever Adam, whatever introduced you to me, you're not going to yeah. reach out to me. If you came onto my shit and it, my posts were just like all shitty infographics. Like I, my writing was all messy. Like I didn't act like I actually cared or, or didn't have anything uh, I wasn't adding anything to the conversation or whatever. This Dude. isn't to say that like I, I'm I'm uh, below you or anything like that, but like you have to, you know, with the circle that you engage with and the people that you, especially that you follow on Instagram and shit like that, that you surround yourself with, you got to make sure, uh, you know, that you, you keep that limited and that's. Yeah. 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 You got to bring something to the table, you know, but like real shit, I, like whenever I saw you first putting out podcasts, I think I listened to one with, a. Uh, God, I don't know who. Um, was was that Austin dude? Maybe maybe it was just a lot. Austin Current? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's been on. Yeah, yeah. I think that's who I listened to. And then I, I listened to one with Adam. But like, I liked your shit. So I thought about asking to be on your podcast oh, just because I really liked it. Yeah. Then you asked me and I was like, oh, cool. I'll save that ask. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, so like, ironically, like, yeah, like you were, it, 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 this is just to prove your point that like you were putting good shit out and I wanted to be a part of that, you know? Yeah. And, and, that's literally what it was. and same with same with you i mean like you're, you're writing and stuff whenever you sent me that um uh which was a ballsy move by the way i was like okay i like this whenever you sent me the unsolicited feedback about my uh the writing 
and shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so for people who don't know, I put out, uh, so the, the project that I'm coming out with later on, the Deep Life project, I was writing kind of like the introduction to what a deep life meant. And, and Nick, I, Nick sent me back the screenshot of my uh, writing and he was like unsolicited feedback coming in. And uh, then he, he, he pointed out a few things that w- would improve my writing on those. And I was like, oh, this is actually... Here's the, here, this is the kicker. Like it was good. And I was like, oh, I yeah. do need to do this. So like it yeah. was helpful. So that's whenever I was like, okay, yeah, that's a, that was a good thing to do. And it helped me and it helped you. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Yeah. I'm really fucking good at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, 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 you killed it. Literally what I do for like with Adam, you know? And I didn't know that. I didn't know that you guys did consulting. I didn't know he consulted with your, your business and stuff. Yeah. 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 So like I'll help them out pretty much running any kind of like just the whole strategy of it all. So like whenever we run a promo, his rapid fat loss that he's doing right now. Yeah. We're about to, yeah. So I guess you got the first email. I did. You know what? I clicked the button too. Just so I, I like clicking people's shit so that I can see what they do. And I'm like, Oh, that's a good idea. I like how he did that. Um, but yeah, Yeah, no, I I really, I I like that. And I I was thinking, I was like, would it be weird if I signed up for this and bought this? (laughs) You should do it, bro. Get all your friends. too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good salesman. (laughs) But no, we're actually testing out like, so we so over like the last year we started out just trying to write you know those promos well and adam's the best fucking writer in fitness like i know a lot of people say like whoever else but at, if he's not the best writer he's the best creative yes he's so talented and, and he gets a ton of credit it's still not enough it's great and i'm sucking his dick and i work with him and stuff like that but like but he's so talented um he is though but uh dude his numbers his numbers on my podcast like yeah th- it, I mean, I talked to my audio has, guy. I talked to my audio guy. He was like, dude, it, it was, it, it was ridiculously high compared to, he was like, it was such an outlier. Like, cause he has yeah, such a yeah. hardcore following with his audience and stuff. That's literally it. That's like, sometimes I'll like, you know, talk to people that are like, they do like marketing and stuff like that. And I'll share some numbers of various clients. So Brian Cron and people like that. And Adams I'll share. And people are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like literally they're like, how? Yeah. Like, they're like, do y'all do paid, like all paid traffic? And I'm like, no, bro. He just puts something out and people just you know, scramble to it. But, um, but yeah, so with this, the fat loss course, not that I'm marketing it right now, but, uh, <laughs> we're actually, but I'm telling you, we're, we're actually switching up because we got more and more like aggressively salesy as time went on. And it didn't, it like, we saw a slight uptick in sales, but we saw like a huge downtick in, or a huge uptick in like unsubscribes mm. and stuff like that. And, and a lot of people, whenever, like a lot of copywriters and shit like that, like, oh, unsubscribes are good because if they weren't, you know, about you, then they never will be. Or if they're not going to buy, you don't want them on your list. And like all this bullshit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty sure it's just so they feel better about seeing 600 people unsubscribe. But like, <laughs> but the thing is, most people don't buy shit right away. And most people, when they unsubscribe, because it's not because they don't, they're like, oh, I guess he's just going to sell shit for forever now. It's because you did something that pissed them off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you turned somebody off. And, you know, right or wrong, that's on you most of the time. So we started to realize, like, like he, he got an email from a client that was like, he came, he came on and was like, uh, I love that you don't force sales down people's throats all the time. Right. Because what we're doing, it's, he's like, it's actually a big deal for me to give out my email address. Yeah. Um, he's like, and I really, really appreciate that, that most of the time you just give out, like, dope fucking shit. Um, and he signed up for one-on-one coaching. Yeah. And so me and Adam were like, bro. Let's fucking pivot and go to super low pressure on this six week course we're doing right now. So we're testing it out and seeing how 
you know, going from being hardcore copywriter, just being like, hey, bro, here's this dope thing. If you want it, sign up. If you don't, that's cool, too. We'll be back to the regular, you know, scheduled programming next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is cool for, for the listeners who aren't in whatever sales or marketing or anything like that. Like, yeah. this is an inside look at like this is. It's what I try and do too. It's literally just like, yeah, I tr- yeah. it's it's so hard. And I talked to uh, uh, Ryan Doris about this because I was like, I struggle with it because you see you see both sides, you know, you see people who like never sell and who uh, who never sell and are doing really good. And then you also see yeah. people who are like, whatever the fucking hardcore six figure, whatever. And then they're also six doing whatever. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like, it's hard, especially whenever you're younger and you might not have uh, as much cash or, or, or whatever to not take that well-beaten path that everyone else is doing. And that you think is like, it's just like going to fucking college, like going to college yeah. and then yeah. thinking, okay, this is, I'm going to do this and it's going to get me job. Like it's going to get me this job. Yeah. Uh, and I, all I have to do is just do it. And then I'm good to go. And as we know, yeah. that's not always the case. Uh, well, that's like the big, like it, it is, it, it is a hard interplay. And that's kind of like what Adam and I struggled with is like, cause like on one hand, there's like that whole thing where it's like, if you have to be a little bit more aggressive and grimy or whatever, like, but it gets them in the door and you help change their life. It's worth it. So it's a net positive, you know, like clickbaity titles and stuff. Right. On the other hand, a lot of that stuff flirts with like straight up dishonesty and then then you start to question like okay well is it still a net positive maybe but can you be honest while you sell and still get them in the door yeah i think people can't because talent matters um but if you can if you can pull that off where you can be honest and you can be attractive and magnetic and all that stuff and you can get people in the door anyway that's what you should do you know what i'm saying yeah 100 um, percent fans that's what pe- keeps people around and stuff like that and and also like nowadays as people get more because like the marketing side of fitness is just growing you know what i'm saying like everybody's con- a consultant now um and as everybody goes more that direction there's almost like this void of people that are going to be honest yeah you know what i'm saying like you stand out when you're not like only got three spots left <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. yeah 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 you know? uh but, like when why would you only have three spots left right you don't, bro. You know, unless you're Roman or something like you know, with a massive client roster. Yeah. Uh, like, if you're just some fucking dude, you know, only three spots left to pull out. I guess one like, you know, like I don't think you got three spots. Yeah, you, know? you got. You're good, man. You got plenty of room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only seventy-two spots left. You know. Uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's kind of what we're pivoting to. But, but there is like, there is value in a lot of those marketing techniques because the the a lot of them do work and a lot of them. It's like writing, right? Like, you know, it would be real easy to be like, a lot of people when they first start learning how to write, they get real caught up in like real artists break the rules and shit like that. Yeah. You know, um, and they and that's like a really romantic idea. Um, but you almost have to learn the rules so you can break yes. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, because then you actually know how and when to break them. Because a lot of times you break them, it just fucks your shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so there is a lot of value in the marketing stuff. And I actually have a dude on my staff that like he's hardcore in the sales type thing, like very aggressive. And I have him literally on staff just spam with me with all that shit. And if he comes up with 30 ideas and three of them are good, then it's worth it. Yeah, you know? that makes sense. That makes sense. I think it's it's the same with fitness shit though, right? Because like like you have to learn how to track your calories, track your macros, um, all that kind of shit. And you need to learn first like the training wheels 
of nutrition so that later on, you know, you can you can change things around here and there. You can learn how to how to kind of, quote unquote, break the rules so that so that yeah. you can uh, tweak things to to make them better for yourself. Exactly. Exactly. That's that's precisely it. Right. Right. So that was a nice little fitness tidbit there for for for, yeah. for for about a minute of this podcast. It's so interesting. Yeah. This pot, dude. I, I feel I'm so conflicted because I love just talking to you about like this is this is essentially like the normal conversation. Like it might be a little bit different. Like if we weren't on air, but like this is essentially yeah. the same conversation we would have if we met in person. Yeah. So I struggle with like the people who listen to this and I'm still, there's probably like four people listening or whatever, but it's, it's all good. Cause I know I'm still, uh, in the beginning stages, but I like, I'm like, does right. my audience want me to like talk about a lot of fitness shit and things like that? But I think I've set it up to where it is called the more than fitness podcast. And, and people do yeah. like, cause you, people, you know, the people that I have on, they talk about fitness all day, every day. So whenever I do right. get a little bit of insight into their real life and kind of their story, they're like, Oh yeah. fuck. Okay. This is, this is pretty cool. You know? Well, what, what do you like most about doing this? This, like literally the inner, like the genuine conversation between two people. And it's just like, I listen to podcasts and take it in all day. And, and I think that's what I think about. I'm like the podcast that I listen to, I was like, they're, they like Joe Rogan talks about fucking nonsense for three hours and might tup, tut, tut, motherfucker touch on the, <laughs> they might touch on the person's like actual expertise for like right. 30 minutes possibly or something. Dude, yeah, yeah. Well, then, like, I guess, like, I feel like it would be, like, disingenuous for you to do anything other than what you're doing then, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And, like, you know, and this is a question, but, like, do you imagine having hundreds of thousands of listeners that, like, just come on just for, like, the tips and the tricks? Or do you imagine having, like, a few hundred, maybe a few thousand listeners that just want to go really deep with people like you like doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, 100, I agree. I 100% agree. And I don't like, like... I, like I said, I do the podcast so that I could talk to you and learn about you and shit like that. Like yeah. it is selfish of me to do this podcast the way that I do it. Cause I, I know a lot of the fitness shit and I, I have enough material and stuff out there that if people want to learn about how to lose fat or how to build muscle or, or whatever, you can go on my website and you can check it out real quick. And you're going to be able to learn it much quicker than if I told you here on this, on this podcast, like I want this, like you said, to go deep. And to, to learn mm. much more uh, about the person. And it makes it, it makes it, I feel like it makes it better to, and easier to, to listen to as well. Dude, a hundred percent. Cause otherwise it starts to feel like a textbook. It's fucking robotic, you know? Dude, that's exactly it. Like that, dude, that, that, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly as like, that's what makes Joe. And I actually meant to say this to you prior, but like you have a really conversational interviewee style, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know if interviewee is the right, or I guess interviewer style, but like, uh, oh, thanks. it's very seen. And I noticed it with Adam, cause Adam doesn't go on many podcasts. He's been on the side quest one or whatever. Right. Um, and then maybe like one or two more. Uh, but yours was actually my favorite. Robbie's my boy, the side quest guy. Uh, but yours was the best one just because it felt genuinely like I was just sitting there, like listening to y'all talk, you know what I'm saying? Just like, we all got coffee and I just apparently didn't say shit. Yeah. Know, but like, dude, he went off too. I could tell that I was like, man, this motherfucker, he's been wanting to say this for a, uh, for a while. <laughs> he's thought a lot about this. Cause he came on and just like, it's like the, the rainbow, whenever they just vomit out of someone's mouth. Like that's, that's what it was. It's probably good that he didn't do a podcast for a while. Then. <laughs> yeah. He just had it all pent up, you know, <laughs> and you were unlucky, like passerby. Yeah, dude. That's, 
bikini girls, you know, or whatever. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. And it's it's like it's refreshing too. I feel like whenever I'm just sitting here sucking my own dick. So everyone, I hope you enjoy listening to this. But I feel like it's refreshing too in the uh, in the fitness space as well because it is just so much. Uh, I don't know. I just I feel like there's just not enough just people in the fitness industry that aren't so either like evidence based or like mm-hmm. fitness marketer. You know, like yeah. I want, I want yeah. the in-between or like a hardcore competitor. So you've got like the evidence-based nerds, you've got the hardcore competitors, and then you've got like yeah. the fitness influencers. Like I want to be in the middle. I think you do a really good job of that. Thanks. To be really, really honest is like, because clearly you're smart. You apparently have a, your, your RD or whatever, like, <laughs> um, you know, and then it seems like you do kind of dive into the fitness influencer kind of, you know, field or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, which I know like Amanda Bucci's kind of in that field and stuff like that. It's like those type people. Um, and then I know you competed and all that stuff also, like, like you seem to be pretty like, and then now you, you, you're a writer now and stuff like that. Like you seem to do a pretty good job of like dancing, you know, between pictures. I I feel like that's what, I feel like that's what's necessary. Well, I I wouldn't say that's what, that's what's necessary. I feel like that's what was necessary for me. Like that. Honestly, all everything that you just said was like my way of defeating imposter syndrome. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you know, because yeah. then, because then, no, I cover all my bases. I've got the science part. I, I know some of the whatever the fucking fitness influencers or or whatever. And then I did compete at like whatever. I walked the walk. So I was like, yeah, she got shredded, bro. Yeah, fucking um, kill myself. When, when did when did the kind of imposter syndrome start pop, popping up for you? I would say. I would say um, probably after I started started just coaching in general, but like because I didn't start coaching until somebody asked me to to coach them. Like I, I didn't oh, really? I didn't market it or anything. No, I had a buddy from back home, and uh, he was like, "Hey, dude, will you do you care to to write out like yeah. whatever a diet and training plan for me?" And I was basically like, "You know what?" Because I had a coach at the time, and so I asked okay. him a bunch of questions and shit. And I was just like, Hey dude, like, would I be, I think I even asked him, I was like, would I be in the wrong here? If I took this guy on as like a client or whatever, he's like, no dude, you're, yeah. you're fine. You're fine. And so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. cause he knew like, you know, it ain't like, that right. Yet. Right. Yeah. So I took him on and it, it was like $40 a month. And I was just like, I just want to charge you so that you don't like completely not take it serious at all. Yeah. 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 Because some b- people need a little bit of investment to, to take it serious. And like, so he did great. And, uh, um, and then he was in a fraternity actually and told some of his buddies and then it kind of just by word of mouth, it got around and I was friends with tons of people, uh, in the, uh, the campus gym. And then, so oh, it yeah. kind of, uh, it kind of just, it should have been your handle. It's just frat boy fitness. <laughs> Dude, but I wasn't in a frat though. I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I wasn't right. about, I wasn't about that life, but yeah, that could have been a good, uh, what is it? A blue ocean or whatever. If I could have gotten the frat boy fit, but the thing is they don't have any fucking money usually. Yeah. Well, you just go group. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You like the Jimmy Tatro of, you know, today I would, I would, I would have rocked it. I would have rocked it. Yeah. 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 You could wear that shirt all the time. Yeah, my, you know what I'm saying? My, my podcast uniform. I got my fucking. Dude, yeah. That, that's, that's pretty much what they wear, you know. That and like the Listen, you know? man, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make these, these, these shirts cool again. And I know usually you, the people, the people wearing them now, yeah, you're right, are either like frat dudes or like fat old guys. Or fat old dudes in airports. <laughs> dude, I saw your tweet the other day about that. I was like, yeah, dude, yeah. Dude, I, there was like, I was coming home. I, I, I saw like 35 of them. <laughs> 
I'm like, like, are y'all on a team? You know, like, <laughs> you know, and, and dude, I was thinking about this the other day. This is totally random, but like God made like 47 faces. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like anybody you see, you've seen 180 other people look exactly like that guy. Yeah. A hundred percent. That dude, like in the, in the floral stuff, you know, like, yeah. They're, like th- that might be the same guy. <laughs> I might have seen the same. I might not have seen twenty. I might have seen one guy eight times. And not, <laughs> you know? He had he had like multiple shirts and just like kept kept walking by in a different shirt. Dude, exactly like the the dude at the coffee shop, like the big beard and the beanie and the tight pants and like the fancy shoes and the the, the flannel. Yeah, there's this one dude, <laughs> and there's no you know. It's all it's all the same guy. You know what I start? You know what I'm? It's funny you say that. I'm starting to feel that way about a lot of. Uh, I, I hate to just pick on girls, but like a lot of the female uh, fitness influencers or whatever, like, I feel like, I feel like they're, they all, like all their profiles are starting to look like that one meme of like that crazy girlfriend where she's just like staring at the camera with her eyes, like wide open, like bug eyed. And she's just like, has that big creepy smile on her face. Dude. Yes. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, Amanda actually did that. Like she was breaking on Instagram pro- profiles at the time I met her and she she mentioned something like that about how like a lot of times all these profiles end up looking the same. Yeah. Like how many times have you seen like a like a you know a pretty girl like in high waisted jeans in front of that wall with like the wings? On? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a million times. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. Like I don't know. It's so weird how that happens. Like like it just start. I don't know if it's because like it's a sign of us getting older. We have just seen a bunch of those people, but like it starts like just social media. I think also probably fucks with it. Cause you, you see too many people on a daily basis instantly too. Like you just, you, and you can yeah. go so quickly. Yeah. Like you said, you can go from person to person. So, we, and then also yeah. it's weird whenever, uh, like it's, it's similar to people that you already look at. So if you're in that vortex of those creepy girls, like that's all you're seeing everywhere. So it just, it Dude. just exacerbates the issue. That's a big thing of social media anyways, like just the echo chamber. It is. Know? And they make it worse. You know what I'm saying? Are you, unfriend or unfollow or whatever and slowly you just have a bunch of the same it really is it, it and with with instagram's whatever the algorithm and stuff like it only shows you people shit that like you like and you have to you have mm. to whatever if you're on your instagram stories you gotta scroll over just to see people that you haven't yeah. seen or somebody pops up and you're like holy fuck i forgot i even followed this person dude yes yeah that happens uh, like all the time like oh fuck yeah like, and you're like I, li- you're per- I like this person like i, I want to see their stuff but i barely ever see it yeah yeah exactly dude like exactly that that's one thing also that i think you've done about this podcast is you have people from like different kind of i don't know like planes or genres or whatever like uh it's not all the same thing like i remember robbie whenever he was doing his and a lot of people do this but i'm some shit on robbie but like he got a lot of the same type of people like so he would have like lee boyce and then greg knuckles and then brian cron and then andy morgan and then you know adam and then roman and then you know whoever like it was like like it's like he went to like the T Nation catalog. And just pulled them, you know? <laughs> Whereas you, like I, I've never heard of Austin. Oh really? Okay, cool. Yeah, that video, and I was like, bro, he looks like a GI Joe character, <laughs> or whatever. His fucking beard. Yeah, bro, he's just jacked with this like perfect beard. Dude, you know, he's a great guy. I actually got to meet him in per because his uh, he he's fuck. I think he's from he's either from Louisville or like he's around he's around Louisville. His his wife lived in Louisville for a while, I think. Um but yeah, or they're from Indiana, I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're super close, but Austin's a great guy. I actually met up with him in Lexington um uh a few weeks, months back. We actually went and got dinner with him and his wife. Uh so oh, it was cool. Yeah. It was it was great. But yeah, Austin's uh Austin's a great guy. Tell me it's not so weird. This is something like 
I, I found weird since working online is like you almost start to develop like two different like worlds. You know, like so you have like your personal life. So when you go back home, like all your friends you went to high school with and partied with and your family and stuff like that. And then you have the people like online, you know, like all these whoever, you know, Adam and Austin, Roman, all these people, Amanda Bucci. And I'll tell you what's super weird. I'm not sure if you might have had it happen. I remember it was a few years back. I posted like something about like I forget what, but it, it exploded in like this big debate. You know how those sure. happen? And uh Roman commented like this big articulate, like like planted his flag, you know how he does. And um then my aunt came on. <laughs> you know, because she just thinks he's some dude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they just start going at it. And I'm like, I remember that I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> It's like a it's weird crossover episode. You know what I'm saying? Oh, fuck, man. That's so funny. I've never even thought about that, actually. I, I guess I, I have and I haven't. Like, I've thought about it subconsciously because I do. Like, I have my my friend group is like the same friend group I've had since like elementary school. Yeah. yeah. And, and so like I've grown up with them and everything, but they're not like in fitness. They they see that I do this right. shit, but like, I, you know, they're not in the fitness space like I am and, and follow the same people. They might follow a few, but... Um, they're not in it, whatever, like me and you are. So then I do have like my fitness friends and, and I've never yeah. really thought about how weird it is. Like, yeah, the two, the two conjoining and then thinking about your fucking aunt going at it with John Romanello. Dude, it was the weirdest shit ever. And, it, <laughs> and it's funny because like he probably thought she was some, I don't know, he probably didn't care who she was, but like, you know, I think it's him, but you know, it's just some girl. He interacts with a lot of people, but like she probably thought he was like, like a friend of mine or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like just some dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the staples down the street or some <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's so weird. Like the girl I'm dating now, I actually met her in the fitness industry and she lives in Boston. And when she comes down to Louisville, like it was almost like the reverse of that. Right. Because I'm dating her and it's personal and stuff like that. But like, it's like, like Adam coming to hang out with you, like him hanging out with all your boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like this, like, I don't know, anything in the world's crossover, and I don't know why Dude, it's that so weird. Dude, that is weird, man. I've never thought of that. Like, Yeah, it's super weird. Like, those of you listening, like, think about people that you follow every day on social media, and you might even interact with, with oh, whatever, just like me. Like, fucking just use me as an example. Like, so a lot of these people that are listening are obviously people that probably fuck with my stuff kind of heavy, but I've never talked to them in person. So just think about me coming and hanging out with, with you and your friends. Like, exactly. It's like, it's super weird. Like, like I, whenever we start first started following each other, I went to your thing and I saw we had a bunch of mutual followers. Right. And so I clicked on it, you know, just to see who it was. And I saw a few people that I know on a personal level here in Louisville mm. that, were, that follow you, which means that more than likely there's fans of yours. So like, it's crazy. So it's so weird. God right. Damn. You know, that is weird, man. That that's a, that's, but then, yeah, yeah, it's, it is super cool. Like, I think that is one of the super big pros of social media is that like, we do have the opportunity, like I, me and you are, are more than likely going to be hanging out sometime in the near future, like in person. Hopefully that or we'll just do one of those things where like, yeah, dude, let's hang out sometime. You know? <laughs> yeah. We never see each other. <laughs> yeah. 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 Eventually run into each other and be like, and then we'll make fun of that. Yes. Like, bro, we always say that, you know, but this time we're for it. <laughs> I'll let you know, yeah. though. I'll let you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fuck. Oh, man, that's great. Well, shit, dude, this is, uh, we're about hour five in. I think this is, uh, this is a good, a good stopping point, but, um, uh, fuck, man. It's really man. This is, this has been awesome. I, I really, I've really enjoyed this. I think, I, I hope the, uh, the, the audience, uh, has enjoyed it as well, but, uh, cool, cool. This has been awesome. Let's do... Uh, you know, the normal podcast thing where you 
tell people where they can find you. Oh, okay. Okay. So you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Sorrell. So N-I-C-K-S-O-R-R-E-L-L. Um, I also am on Twitter, but it's not like fitness stuff. I just like pretend like I'm a trap rapper and just like spit thoughts, you know? <laughs> um, and that's Nick Sorrell one because there's some tech nerd that took the first one. I've got six in my name, so it's all good. Mine's from football though. Well, yeah, exactly. Like that's a cool thing, but I couldn't put like, like 97, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like bro, is he 21? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks terrible. But uh, <laughs> uh, you find me on Facebook. That's that's where I do most of my writing. Actually, is on Facebook. Um, so if you just look for my name, uh, I have a really cool presenting picture because I'm a big time speaker now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm about to launch a new website, uh, nicksorrell.net. Dude, that, that's awesome. I'm doing the same thing except mattmcleod.org. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we can talk about that afterward. But uh, yeah, dude, I'm so hyped for that shit. I'm pumped too. Fucking. Awesome, bro. Uh, this was this was great, man. I I I think I think people are really gonna like this. But uh, yeah, thank you again for for coming on. And uh, like I said, we'll we'll do this again sometime soon. For sure. Thanks for having me, man. No problem, bro. See ya.